Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Recap. JC's wearing his cowboy gig. JC's the cowboy for life. I see. He got, he, he rapping in my soul, soul, Steve. <laughs> what hey, you use, bro? <laughs> hey, this this is the year, man. It, get, uh, it all gets started tonight, man. I hear that. What JC tell me is, bro. Um, Freakings have been crazy, man. Um, what move so far has really stood out in your mind right now? So 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 far, my guy. Man, like I say, I, maybe it's not so much like one particular move. I just think the 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 cluster of different moves throughout the league, man. You know, it seemed like the NBA, you know, free agency, they just been in a in a hurry, just throw out money. You know what I'm saying? You see what the Lakers are doing, with all the the deals, one year deals they're doing because they had to find veterans. You know what I'm saying? To kind of fill that roster up. Uh, for the Lakers, man. So I like some of the moves. You know, they're gonna be the oldest team going into the league uh, year next year. With average age like thirty two point eight or something like that for the Lakers, so the oldest roster uh, going into next season, man. But I think you know, I kind of don't don't sleep on the Malik Monk, that Malik Monk deal, man. I think you know, playing with LeBron, LeBron gonna find a way to make that young fellow shine, man. And I think he's gonna definitely be a standout. Uh, with the Lakers next year, but I don't think that guarantees a championship per se, you know. And like, and, and like, there was no like really big blockbuster move or anything like that, other than what maybe Cal Lowry going to Miami, you know. But does that really shift the balance of power, you know, no. in the East? You know, it's a nice pickup and he fits what Miami, you know, wants to do, but um, they'll be good. But I don't see them really being able to compete for a championship or anything like that with Cal Lowry. You know, and Jimmy Butler in the in the backcourt, but um, but yeah, man, you know, just the the flurry of moves, and you know, uh, it seemed like Lakers are just trying to, you know, they're going all in to try to get LeBron, uh, you know, maybe one more championship before it's all said and done, man. Well, Dan Schroeder looks like the the dummy of of, of the crew, turning down at four years, eighty four million. Remember when Noel turned down four years and seventy from Dallas, and he made it, he ain't made it back since. Like, yeah, man. Dan like, Schroeder, man, I don't know what he's going to do. Hey, man, yeah, I know you're worth, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, yeah, if he were gassing them or maybe he had a self-inflated idea of, you know, what type of salary he should be able to command, you know. But uh, you got to know the pecking order. You got to realize the season you had last year, you know, you were trash. So, you know, you kind of had to go into it, you know, kind of humble yourself a little bit. You're not a, you're not a $100 million player. You know, no matter how you slice it, man. So, you know, like I said, we'll see what happens with him, man. But I think he, he's going to find 
Is he? So he's not going to be able to resign with the Lakers at this point, right? Or, or, well, or, they have his bird rights, but the signing yeah. up is going to cost them a bunch of money. Do you really want yeah. to sign the insurer up to add more to your tax? Yeah. Because they have what, one more spot on the roster. One or two, I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll see what happens. But he was trash last year, man. Yeah, he should have took that deal when they offered it to him. Mm-hmm. Because now, now, now he ain't getting 484. He's getting maybe one year and 10, if that. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He's going to be playing for the uh, minimum wage, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the three well, minimum two point. California minimum wage, yeah. That's what we're gonna be uh, paying for, playing for man, next year. Exactly. And the Chicago Bulls getting Lonzo Ball, Alex Caruso, Tony Bradley, and DeMar DeRozan on a three-year $85 million deal for DeMar DeRozan. Four years, $85 million for Lonzo Ball. I think the Bulls are now at least a, a top, at least a play-in game team in the Eastern Conference now. Yeah, definitely, man. They'll be fun to watch, you know. It should be better, of course, you know. And but like I said, that's a lot of wings, man. Zach Levine, uh, DeRozan. Even though DeRozan can kind of play the three a little bit, he can, you know, bring the bring the ball up. He can be a facilitator and all that good stuff, you know. Um, but Kobe um, White still there. Kobe White's still on the roster. That's a lot of wings. Patrick man. Williams like, and Caruso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, man, like I'm I'm curious to see how it's gonna all come together. You know, but uh, yeah, at least the Bulls will be fun to watch. Like you said, maybe play in team for next season, man. And the Wizards getting Dinwiddie, uh, Montrez Harrell, Kuzma, uh, some draft picks as well. What are you thinking about the Wizards? I still think them as just a, just a fringe playing game team. They're not gonna make any noise with that roster because the roster does not match. But it's mm. good for West Elmsdale Jr. to have them to work with that maybe mm-hmm. have flexibility once you get off of Montrez Harrell's contract and they got Dingwood now, so maybe. But I don't see them being no more than a play-in game team. I don't see them being top six at all. Yeah, uh, like I said, you know, Dingwood going over to team up with uh, Bradley Bill. You know, it's, it's decent. It's a decent pairing right there. But like I said, I don't see them being able to pretty much do anything different than they did last year with Westbrook. Still, like I said, kind of a fringe playoff team if it all comes together. Got the draft picks, got a little capital to work with. Maybe they can build, you know, you know, going forward into see you know, the next season or something like that. But yeah, I still see about, see about the same, uh, you know, maybe a seven seed, six seed at best, seven seed, eight seed, somewhere in that in that front in that range. The East Conference, man. Like you know, Charlotte traded away Devontae Graham to the Pelicans. Uh, I don't know what they're doing either in Charlotte. I don't see. I don't think they really improved any that much in Charlotte, for, for my liking. It's still in that same area, playing game or miss, missing the playoffs altogether. Then uh, you, then the Knicks, they pretty much ran it back when added Evan Fournier and Kemba Walker. Um, does it really address the issues of shooting and scoring? I don't know because you know Tom Thibodeau is the knee killer. And I feel bad for Kimber Walker's knees and Fournier because he don't know he don't know what load management means or taking taking them some minutes off. So, what's your thoughts yeah. about the, the Knicks, man? I you know what? I maybe I should have started off with the Knicks. Uh, that's probably the team I think that has really uh, improved their chances uh, going forward in the Eastern Conference because they had some real sneaky kind of low key pickups that I think are going to you know provide you know dividends you know next season, man. Like. You know, Coach Tibbs, you know, we, we all know you know how to coach, you know how to, 
you know, put it together, man. Hard-nosed defense. and But, you know, they scored the ball also in New York, man. And, you know, like I said, I think, you know, they're going to probably be somewhere in the same range, four, fifth seed, you know, in the Eastern Conference. And But I think, you know, with these pickups, they may be able to advance, you know, out of the first round next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they got the experience this past season going up against the Hawks and, you know, getting that experience, getting some more proven guys, veteran guys on the team now, man. I think the Knicks could possibly, you know, make some noise, you know, maybe, maybe going to the second round and threaten, you know, maybe play for an Eastern Conference uh, title there, man. And the Hawks pretty much stayed intact. Uh, coming back with Gordy Jang, Lou Williams, Trey Young on a max deal. John Collins got 125, JC. Of course, he wanted the max. Would you have given John Collins five years, 125, with a player option in year five? Would you have done that deal for with John Collins? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like I said, I don't have my I don't have my my ear to the streets like you do down there, you know, in Atlanta when it comes to the Hawks, man. I think he's a good player. I think he's a building block, you know, in the way the market is set up, you know, you know, like you know. The way the way things are going, like you have to pay that type of money, you know, for these young guys, man. But uh, I would have probably maybe done like what the four year deal, you know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, four year, hundred yeah. million, maybe. Yeah, he's stuck with that player option in year five. He can yeah. opt in that player option in year five, maybe one twenty five. Right, you know, I'll probably do a four year deal, man, and then kind of see where we're at towards the end of the deal if you want to extend it or not, man. But like I said, I think I think he's a building block though. You know, but uh, like I say, man, it's Trey Young uh, getting his money. You know, that, that big extension deal, you know what I'm saying? What was, what was it, 205? Well, now, see, let, let, let me tell you what I did. That was Woj's boosting for Omar Wilkes. It's uh -huh. five years, 171. He has to make all the NBA uh -huh. to get 207. Oh, okay. It, it's, okay. It's, that, it's that Derrick Rose provision. Yeah, You got to be, yeah. be all NBA or MVP. So, yeah. Woes was doing some boosting for him and saying it. Nah, it's really – because they're saying that Trey Young's a top six guard in the NBA if he makes all the NBA. We know he ain't that. Right. So, it's five, right. he's 171. Okay. Yeah, okay. so, yeah. yeah. See, that's nothing to do. I saw that Shams and Woes were playing funny money with what the, the agents tell them to say. Because if you, if you do the actual, the actual cap math, some of them deals don't add up what they were saying. Right. They'll do some boosting. Right. For the agents. I'm like, come yeah. on, man. Like, okay, yeah. example. Rashawn Holmes, early bird rights make his deal four years, 46.4 million. But they said four and 55. Right, right. It's nowhere near. That's some that's yeah. some hella fire rounding right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So yeah, Eastern Conference me, bro. I'm looking at the Eastern Conference right now. I'm looking at Brooklyn, Milwaukee, Miami, then going down the line to Philadelphia. Then I'm going to look at Boston, the Knicks, Atlanta, Indiana, Chicago. To me, that's why I was leery about John Collins' deal because the Hawks are no better. I know better. Okay, put this. The Hawks are going to be no better in the East with or without him. That's, that was my stance. Right. I love JC the person. Yeah. But with or without JC the person. Yeah. But no better than. We're still in that six at best. Yeah. 10th at worst. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he he does not push us above any, any team in Eastern Conference. 
I got you. the bottom. I got you. So yeah. that's yeah. why I wouldn't have did it. Now, okay. but the Grizz, let's go to the Grizz here. Mm-hmm. The trade for, for Steven Adams, Bledsoe, getting, using the cap space, not bringing back Winslow and John Tate Porter, you declining the options, and drafting Zaire Williams, who you could have maybe got at 17. What were the thoughts about people in Memphis about those moves? Because Climbing's been doing a good job, but this is the first questionable move they've made since Climbing's took over. Exactly. Like, you know, and that's that's fair to mention that he has done a hell of a job, you know, except for the Winslow pickup. But, um, yeah, like, you no, know, we, was, we were all scratching our heads, man, because, you know, once we got, you know, 10, you know, and you still had, you, know, you still had Moody available. You still had uh, with Book Knight from UConn available, you know, we were thinking it was going to be one of those two guys. Like, I think I think they had their heart set on hoping that uh, Giddy would be available or Wagner uh, would have been available there. You know what I'm saying? But once they were gone off the board, you still had Moody, you still had Book Knight. So we were all like, okay. Like, I, I, I wanted Moody. I was, you know, campaigning for Moody, you know, before the draft, man. You know what I'm saying? I thought he could fit in. He could have he contributed day one. You know, for us next season, man. But like, hey, man, they definitely threw a curveball at us, man. And they went with the kid from uh, from Stanford, Zaire Williams, who played, you know, with Bronny on that uh, LeBron uh, at, at high school uh, Sierra Canyon team, man. Uh, played with a uh, young young Bronny, man. So, uh, man, I was I was disappointed, you know. But like I said, after a few days, man, and they kind of just seeing their thought process behind it, they're saying that they don't think that they got intel, intel that he wasn't going to be there at 17. There was rumors that even Orlando was thinking about maybe uh, taking a flyer on Zaire Williams as well, man. But, you know, uh, his frame, his, his, you know, his size, he's kind of like, you know, it's like the trendy thing now to get these big, you know, these, these tall, lanky wings, right? You know, in the in the hopes they can maybe you know grow into Kevin Durant one day. So like the 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 big lanky you know wing in the NBA is starting to become like the the new quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Where everybody has to have a quarterback. Like you like if you don't have a quarterback, you don't have any. You say you don't have anything. And in the NBA now, like if you don't have a six eight, six nine wing, you know what I'm saying? That can score, that can shoot, that can stretch the defense, stretch the floor, that can facilitate. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't have anything in this league. So I think that was the process. And, you know, they thought that, you know, why not take a flyer on him? Why not try to gamble a little bit in hopes that maybe in a few years he can blossom into a solid, you know, starter, a, a solid number two player, you know, maybe behind maybe behind John, you know, uh, as number two, man. So that, that's, that's what, you know, we was thinking here in Memphis, man. Everybody was kind of, you know, in their feelings, as I was right after that pick, but I, you know, once we see, you know, how it develops and how it goes, they're going to be patient with him. There's no rush. So we'll see what happens, man. We'll, last, we'll see what happens. Bro. Last two for JC. I know you got to get to go watch your boys here. Last What's two up? for you. Portland. They Ben McLemore, Co- Cody Zeller, keeping a Norman Powell. That's going to keep Damon, Damon Lillard there. That's all friends moves. So I'm Dame's on trade watch. Nothing's been done to make them marginally better. So Absolutely. I'm looking Absolutely. at Dame. The clock is gonna be. Hey, I'm out of here. Right. Absolutely, man. Um, like I said, I think all season long, man, it's just gonna be a a, a season long, a season long drama. 
you know, you're like, where where will Dame go? Will Portland trade him? And, you know, if he, let's say if he's, you know, Dame is going to be a professional. He's going to go out there and play. But, you know, if there's, you know, murmurs, you know, behind the scenes that he wants out, as he's already kind of alluded to during the offseason, you know, you don't want an unhappy superstar, you know, and even though they got him locked, well, they got him locked in for what, about three, three more seasons, three, four more seasons. So, three, yes. Yeah. So, you know, the ball's all in their court. But if, you know, if he's going to be unhappy, you know, why not just try to see what you can get for him at this point? And just because, you know, you're not, you're not going to win, you weren't, you weren't winning anything with him and CJ McCollum, you know, at the time, those last, these last few seasons. So why not go ahead and try to rebuild? And to see what you can get for him, man. And last one, Golden State. This is kind of a combo draft fragrancy. Golden State has reloaded beneath the core of Draymond, Steph, and Clay. They've reloaded with young guys below them. So I'm thinking when those guys get better, Golden State dynasty may still keep on going because, you know, you got those core four locked in, but they went and reloaded with young guys now. So Golden State could be around for a little while longer. People who hate them may not deal with it for years to come now. I don't hate them, but I think their reign of terror is over with. You know what I'm saying? Like every 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 dynasty, every team has their run. Like you rarely ever see, other than with the Patriots, you know, in sports, you know, uh, where dynasties can, can stop and you know after a season or two and then pick right back up again and be you know another um, you know another dynasty run. Like. What, the, what, what Golden State did was crazy, you know, five straight finals. You know what I'm saying? But I think that their, their time in the sun is done. They'll be a decent, they'll be a good team. They'll be a playoff team. I'm not sure if Clay Thompson is going to be able to bounce back. And, you know what I'm saying, back to his uh, former self, man, after suffering two devastating, you know, leg injuries like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, don't, I think he's going to be, a, you know, he's going to be good, but I don't think he's going to be the Clay Thompson of old, though. Um. You know, Draymond's getting older. Steph is getting older. He's still, you know, top five player in the league. But I just don't think that they're going to be able to, you know, recapture that same type of magic again. Man, they may, they may, you know, they may get close in the playoffs. But I, I, I bet you this, uh, boss, Golden State with Steph, Dre, and uh, Clay going forward, they'll never make another NBA Finals. You, you heard it here first, man. Mark it down. Well, that's, what, down, that's why man. we have him on the show here. The host of this show is yeah. AF Podcast, J.C. Smith, known Cowboy for Life fan, repping the colors as we speak. J.C., we'll catch up again next week, my guy. Hold it down, bro, and be safe in the city of Memphis. Some cases are getting higher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm about to give me a Cowboy uh, face mask now, man. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> hey, hold it down, bro. I'll talk to you this week, All my, right, guy. my guy. I'll get it with you. No doubt. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.